The United States economy is in quite the quagmire, be it a disappointing jobs report in August to falling purchasing managers' index readings. Many financial analysts are discussing the possibility of stagflation. Thus, the final quarter of 2021 will prove to be pivotal to U.S. economic prospects. Until then, in the post-coronavirus economic recovery, two chief economic challenges are facing the United States. The labor shortage and soaring inflation. By inflation in post-COVID America, the consumer price index has increased to 5.4% year-over-year, and the personal consumption expenditure price index has swelled to its highest point since the 1990s. The latest reading for the producer price index surged above 8% signaling that price inflation is not cooling down anytime soon. Everything is becoming more expensive in today's economy. Shelter, food, energy, apparel, technology, and so much more. Contrary to what the White House and the Federal Reserve are contending, inflation is being felt across the board. And this is hurting the poor and middle class. With global supply chain and logistics bottlenecks looking set to persist into 2022 and labor costs continuing to grow. Inflation could prove to be more stubborn than many have been anticipating, said Chief Economist Richard Moody of Regions Financial in a research note. That said, the White House is beginning to offer a different approach to the ballooning inflation gauge. The administration is now arguing that if it were not for a few select items, such as beef and poultry, inflation would not be as high as it is today, even if only a handful of products were causing higher prices. This is not how economic statistics work, unfortunately. As talking heads and public policymakers deliberate on port congestions and simultaneous global demand, they are also ignoring the primary contributor to the inflation boom. The Fed, since the start of the COVID-19 public health crisis, the U.S. has created $5 trillion in new money. Gone are the days of clipping and debasing the coinage. Instead, all the central bankers have done is turn on the printing press and partake in financial repression by taking from savers and giving it to the government. Are workers better off today? As part of efforts to attract workers, companies are doing everything they can to add to their payrolls, from higher hourly wages to lucrative benefits to sign-on bonuses. This is partly why average hourly earnings rose 0.6% to just under $31 in August. On an annualized basis, American workers have seen their average hourly earnings advance 4.3%. Will workers take the bait? The answer to that question may be answered in the coming months as many of the pandemic-related benefits have expired. Still, there are one million more job opportunities than people looking for work, with the total number of positions available topping 10 million. But while paychecks are growing, the growth is being offset by skyrocketing inflation levels. Meanwhile, in July, the Employment Cost Index, a measurement of employee compensation, fell in the second quarter and remains 2% below the pre-pandemic level. Wages and salaries expanded at a fast pace, higher than benefits. Overall compensation jumped at a seasonally adjusted rate of 2.8% during the April to June period. The hot economy is heating prices more than it is heating wages, said Jason Furman, an economics professor at Harvard University. In an interview with CNN, in other words, workers are enjoying higher take-home pay. But the rising cost of living is eating into these gains. Once the labor market normalizes and compensation levels begin to ease, mainly because more Americans will return to the workforce, purchasing power will dissipate even more. But is there any way to stop the bleeding, especially if inflation intensifies over the next 12 months? Can Americans fight inflation in Biden's America, with interest rates anticipated to remain near zero for longer? 
it will be challenging for most U.S. households to earn a decent return on their savings. This forces people into the stock market, which is currently at all-time highs. But will the leading benchmark indexes, the Dow Jones Industrial Average, the S&P 500, and the Nasdaq Composite Index, remain at record highs? This is the level of uncertainty, particularly as the world's most powerful institution discusses winding down its $120 billion a month quantitative easing program. That would prompt many people to sit on the sidelines. So, how can American combat the Bidenflation transpiring in the U.S.? Today, here is a brief list of what you can do to ensure you can try to trim the inflationary impact on your finances. Park your funds into a conventional index fund and collect monthly or quarterly dividends. Invest in gold and silver, either through physical bullion or exchange-traded funds. Allocate a portion of your money into safe cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin and Ether, whatever path you take. It is imperative to shield your purchasing power from the legalized counterfeiters in Washington, whether they are approving fiscal stimulus measures or agreeing to monetary expansion inside the Eccles building. The currency dilution in America is real, something that is unfair to anyone not a part of the ruling class.